The following is a JogPod Studios production. I don't know about you, but listening to that music gets me fired up to talk about all kinds of stuff. But what we're here today to talk about is hockey we're back and now i know you're expecting this to be just another white guys podcast it's not and i'm telling you right now if you are expecting just what i used to do that's not where you're going to get here this podcast is going to stay on this feed for a little while eventually it's going to transfer to its own thing but right now i welcome you to the inaugural edition of wait for it always protect the five hole podcast welcome everyone I am joined by my co-host, my cohort, longtime personal friend, even though we've only met each other once in person, Queen of the Ice, Kylie Stevens. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Queen of I guess the we didn't talk about this. On the ice. <laughs> I guess I guess we didn't talk about this first. Am I just using your God-given name? Yeah, I have at it. I don't care. Are we gonna? You need a? Do you need a uh, a, a, a fake name? Do you need a pen name? A, no, a pod no. name? Kylie and I share a love of hockey, although we don't share a love of the same team. So we thought, what better way to channel our love of hockey but to spend some time talking to each other about hockey and then throwing it out into the world so you can listen to us talk about hockey, even though we are not experts at all. We just love hockey and we love watching hockey. And this is a way to maybe justify watching too much hockey, which I already do. I don't know about you. I mean... That ESPN Plus subscription has definitely been getting a workout. So that is a uh, that's a life changer for me because I yeah. used to buy the NHL package that was a hundred and thirty dollars for a season Ooh. and only got the NHL stuff. And now I already had ESPN Plus before this, so the fact that the NHL Network stuff is just on there now. Well, not the NHL Network, but all the games. I have, I, have, nice. I have NHL Network in my brain because I know you get screwed when they put your Ranger games on there. Dude, I'm so mad about it. You gotta, you're going to have to figure out a way to make sure that you have that for next season because I know it. you're going to need to be able to see all the games. The plan is to hopefully get our own and maybe, maybe I can actually watch an Avalanche game or two as well. Yeah, the thing about those West Coast games, especially for me because I still am on my 12-hour day schedules when I'm working – those late night games are tough. It's it sometimes it's tough to stay up for the central time games, the wild games that start yeah. at seven. I mean, by about eight forty-five, my old ass is ready for bed. Amen. So that's where we're at. Now let's get into it. Both of our teams is, is fun for us this year because both of our teams are good. Both of our teams are uh, in the playoffs, and we're heading down the stretch here. There's there's really nothing better than playoff hockey. And so we're gearing up for two months of what is my favorite time of the year in sports. So headed to the dance. Exactly. So let's let's talk first of all about the New York Rangers because of course everyone has a bias towards the big city market. So of course we're going to talk about New York first because obviously they're the Rangers. They have the storied history. How did you become a Rangers fan, first of all? Oh, shit. Uh, probably. Okay, so it was back in, I think, 2000, 2001 is actually when I just discovered hockey, period, because Lincoln ended up getting a juniors team in the USHL. We got the Lincoln Stars. So 
I dived into that. And then one day I found a game on probably ESPN at that point and they were losing. And I love a good underdog. Turns out New York is not an underdog at all, <laughs> but <laughs> they became my favorite, my favorite and they stayed that way. So yeah, that, that works, you know, you, as long as you didn't go into it, I feel like even if you latch on to like one of the storied franchises, if you didn't know going no in and like you're just like, oh, I like that team. Like for me, I'm I'm kind of new to soccer and being a soccer fan. And yeah. I don't really know that much about the Premier League. One of my really close friends, Dana, his favorite team is Chelsea. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I'll just be a fan of Chelsea. Well, Chelsea is like one of the most hated teams. So, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? I love that for you, though. But they're hated a lot because they win a lot, and um, I have a lot of teams that don't win a lot. Yeah, what are you sometimes do? we just need a good team, man. The New York Rangers have been on a rebuild. They're probably actually a little bit ahead of schedule this year. Um, a lot of people thought maybe the next two, three years from now, uh, they would start to you know, get back to prominence, and they're a little bit ahead of schedule this year. So how, how has that been? I've I loved every minute of it. Um, Aside from the fact that I get to watch every game on ESPN Plus now, there are a lot more games of ours showing on TV. But um, it's been nice, um, you know, being able to make the playoffs for the first time in the five years. So that's a plus. I love seeing all the new faces. I love the records that are being broken at this point on on the Rangers' side with Kreider. I think all of it's just been good jujus and greatness going on, and it's been fun, so... So right now, the Rangers are on pace for 112 points, um, which in in a normal year would, um, you know, probably have them really even closer to the top. Um, but they're uh, behind the – they're projected to be behind Carolina, behind Toronto, and behind Florida. So right in the middle of the pack there for the East. The East is – I mean, it's a juggernaut and at the top half of uh, the East. The bottom half of the East sucks a lot, but the top half is, is pretty good. Right now, you guys have a 42% chance of playing the Washington Capitals in the first round. Um, what's the what's that matchup do for you? I mean, you know, it puts Tom Wilson back, which boo. as a Rangers fan, right? As a Rangers fan, boo. I actually would prefer to do Capitals. I don't know why Capitals. I'd rather face in first round. I think we have a better chance there. Although Penguins and Boston probably wouldn't hurt either. Well, those Boston. are the other, yeah. Those are the other two teams that uh, you could possibly play. It would be Pittsburgh or Boston. So I take Boston over Pittsburgh. I think. Yeah, it looks like I don't know. based on the current projections, Boston is the third, uh, the third most likely option. So it's it's Washington, and then uh, it's pretty close between Pittsburgh and Boston. But right now, it looks like it's it's pretty much locked into. Uh, to, let's yeah. see, because what are the points at? Because the Rangers would get. So you know. It's going to be a battle. No matter who you play, you're going to have to go through a good team. And we'll know a lot more. You know, tonight the, the Rangers are playing. Islanders. Uh, Islanders having a struggle this season. They had to go out on the road for an insane amount of time to start the season. What was it 12 and games? And I feel like that just got them off on the wrong foot. They're an older team, no routine, you know, being on the road so long. Now, of course, the Rangers are backstopped by – Probably the Vesna Trophy winner for this year, Igor Shosturkin. He looks like he's probably not going to play tonight, though. So 
Gorgiev gets the net, although he has a good track record against the Islanders. He can turn it around, too. With a, nine, with a 939 save percentage, only, average, only averaging about 1.84 goals against in the 10 starts against the Islanders. A chance to pick up the win. What are you thinking about the fact that Shesterkin has played so many games already? He already has 50 starts this season. Yeah, and, and we did see him struggle a bit. What, last week or the week before, he definitely hit a little brick wall there. So I'm hoping he's gotten past that. But I do think it's it's time for Georgie to be in the net for a little while. Let him rest up. But hopefully he can turn it around because we're going to need him. He's definitely he's definitely the reason why we're where we're at. Him and Chris Kreider, I think. If we... so, right, so right now it seems like the, uh, the most likely scenario is that uh, Igor Shosturkin wins the Vesna Trophy. One thing that's interesting is that the Rangers are on pace to – possibly win the Jennings Trophy, which is for the fewest goals allowed as a team, so a combination effort between all the goaltenders that play. It's something that the Rangers have never done. Uh, it's an award that's been going out since 1982. Um, even Henrik Lundqvist, you know, in all those games didn't get it done. So it that, see, that says that they're getting outstanding goaltending, not giving yeah. up goals. And that, that, that makes all the difference, especially in the playoffs. If you cannot allow goals, and it sounds simple, but if you don't allow a lot of goals, you're going to have a shot to win in playoff games. Right. Where things get tighter, referees call less penalties, it gets a, it's a heavy, harder game. It yeah, hits. no no shootout. So, you know, you could go seven rounds. you got to have someone who's able to handle it. Yeah, you know, you, no, no three-on-three either. It'll so be we look at how how would you feel about uh, Shosturkin getting that Vesna Trophy? I, I mean, it's pretty good shot. Yeah, I think it's good for him. I hope that you know the talk about it doesn't catch him out, doesn't get to his head, and he starts you know second guessing himself because he's doing great, my boy. Now the concern, of course, the given that he started so much, he's only had forty appearances uh, in the KHL. Uh, he did that twice, so. If he starts the last three games, I'd put him at 53 heading into the playoffs. That's that's a that's a lot of workload heading into uh, yeah. heading into a playoff run. So I feel like that's uh, that could be a little bit scary. Can need some rest, some good rest coming up. <laughs> I, I bet we see Georgie just a little bit more than normal. Yeah, I would I would think so. The, yeah. The problem the problem is though they're they're so close in the standings in terms of trying to get it. that number one spot. Um, currently tied with Carolina at 106 points. You you would rather have that one spot. I, I think you would rather have the one seed. I, I'm not sure. I would not love the, that not, one. Or not the one seed, but the win in the Metropolitan, and then you get to play one of the wild card teams. Right. And I, what, the last time we made it to the final dance, we were, well, no, I think we clinched the whole, a number one spot, you know, hockey superstition. It'd be nice to have a trophy to lead into the, the playoffs there. It, Exactly. So, uh, as we mentioned, both of our teams play tonight. So, this is your opportunity to make a prediction as the Rangers take on the Islanders. So, here's the thing. I always jinx my team when I make the predictions. So, <laughs> uh, but I don't, I don't have it in me to say that the Islanders win just so I can reverse the jinx. So, I have to say New York win, the Rangers win. You're, you're not, you're not going to double reverse jinx it by, you're going to put the juju on it. It would kill me just to have, it would kill me just to have the words come out of my mouth, man. The Islanders win. Oh no. Can't have, you can't have that feeling in your life. No, man. Ugh, the Islanders. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go with the, the red and blue. Um, Give give me a, give me a score. 
Oh, man. I don't know. We've had some blowouts this year. Should I just go all out? Yeah, go for it. I mean, hey, well, this is only hmm. – let's be real. Like, <laughs> seven people are going to hear this. It's true. Uh, let's go blowout. Let's say mm, seven to two. <laughs> Whoa, seven to two. I'm not laying money on this bet. That's – that's a. Hey, if you're going to go big, go for it. And that's I, right. I, What's what's interesting is you if you look there have been more high scores than I it's can ever remember like yeah two was it last weekend or two weekends ago there was like three different games that had more than eleven goals I yeah and then I know Rangers have hit like seven to nine goals in one game one or two games this year it's been lots of high scoring I don't know okay, no one's that's... protecting the five hole. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's shift gears here. Um, one of the things that is interesting about this season is the number of coaches that are either on the last year of their contracts or are interim coaches. Um, we could have as many as 10 coaching openings uh, as we head into next season. Um, the one that's obvious uh, right now, the, the interim coach of just the best team in hockey, Florida, the Florida Panthers, is Andrew Burnett former Minnesota Wild player, by the way, um, took over in October after Joel Quinville resigned in the wake of the Blackhawks scandal. And Andrew Burnett, never having been a head coach before, has stepped up and done a fantastic job. It's just, you know, Florida only has 116 points uh, with a chance to win the President's Trophy ahead of Colorado. So it seems likely that he would be back next year, wouldn't you think? Only 116 points. <laughs> yeah, so far. I mean, so far one. with games yeah. to play. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good uh, interim coach to to be able to keep them on pace. But, yeah, if they don't retain them, I'd be bored. I'd be fucking bored. Yeah, that, that, that one seems uh, pretty pretty obvious to happen. Um, the general manager, there, general manager, Bill Zito, has – said that he's not talking about any sort of contracts with coaches until after the season. They're going to go through the process. Um, but uh, it seems likely that Andrew Burnett would, would be there. We have a couple coaches. Um, Mike Yo, former Minnesota Wild head coach, is currently coaching the Philadelphia Flyers. Of course, they're having a very, very bad season. Uh, Martin St. Louis, uh, former uh, – St. Louis. No, sorry. He played for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and then I believe he was and the a Ranger. Ranger. Oh, uh, oh, currently, uh, currently the head coach in Montreal. Uh, had a really good interview on the 32 Thoughts podcast this week um, where he talked about – he joked with his wife that um, he was going to get into coaching but only would leave uh, his kids and his wife to, to pursue a head coaching job if it was for the NHL, which – they laughed about that would never happen, and then what happens is Montreal comes calling, and he had to become a uh, a head coach there. Had to take that spot. Seems like a pretty likely scenario that he returns there. Um, Mike Yo, on the other hand, I don't know. Uh, he has a really good relationship with Chuck Fletcher, once again, former Minnesota Wild GM. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they find something else uh, for him within the organization or if he moves on. Uh, seems unlikely to uh, to be the coach next year. He took over uh, for Alain Vigneault, who, uh, man, do all of these coaches seem to have some sort of ties back to teams that we're both uh, fans of? <laughs> I know I just, it. That, that just clicked with me. Uh, other people looking 
for head coaches. Um, Edmonton fired their coach earlier this year, so Jay Woodcroft is the rookie uh, NHL head coach uh, right there on an interim basis. Derek King uh, was uh, hired by the Chicago Blackhawks coming up from their AHL affiliate uh, to take over for Jeremy Colton. Um, Dallas, Rick Bonus. Now, Rick Bonus is on a team that has been having success this year. They're pushing for the playoffs. He's 67 years old. May or may not be interested in coaching next season. So that might be a situation where, you know, he just is ready to walk off under the sunset. Right. Any of these jobs that you think are are uh, better than the other that you would, if you were, you know, a head coach, hypothetically, that you would be looking to, to want to get involved with? No, I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> I've never thought it seems, about coaching. <laughs> it, it seems it seems like from a talent standpoint, the Edmonton Oilers would probably be yeah. the one you would want to try to mold. Because I mean, you're looking at you have Leon Drysaddle, you have Connor McDavid, just you know, two of the best scorers on the planet um, playing on the same team. That's a team that you think you would think would be doing better yeah. and winning more. And you know, they they've had a good turnaround. It seemed like you know maybe they would miss the playoffs this year, which. I think Edmonton may have, you know, had, I don't know, do Canadians even riot? I know they did the thing with the trucks, but do they riot? Is that a thing that happens they in Edmonton? They pass out Tim Hortons. They'll all, they'll all stop buying Tim Hortons for two days to protest uh, the fact that Conor McDavid is not in the playoffs. The struggle, the struggle is real in Canada. They just pour their coffee out on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, it'll be the Hortons revolution because we can't get a Stanley Cup for uh, Connor McDavid. It feels, oh, it does God. feel like the Edmonton job would probably, probably be the one that a coach looking to to build something would would be most interested in. Now, speaking yeah. of teams that uh, – coaches that have ties back to teams of ours, of course, my personal favorite coach of all time, Bruce Boudreaux, he was a very, very fun coach to have coaching my squad, is currently uh, coaching the Vancouver Canucks, took over on December 5th when they were in the absolute toilet and has them playing really, really well. Unfortunately, they had a 3-2 to two shootout loss uh, the other night against Ottawa, which – hampered their uh, their look at possibly making the playoffs. They will play my Minnesota Wild tonight, try to get back on the winning ways, and see if they can get into that playoff spot. They do have an option on Boudreaux for next year. Unclear whether or not they are actually interested in bringing him back, but I feel like NHL is better when Bruce Boudreaux is coaching. I mean, where else are we going to pull uh, John Tortorella back up? <laughs> God. He is – I don't understand why John Tortorella is on ESPN. He is awful. Uh, he's just such a stick in the mud. They should have known it. They should have known it from he's the He's not get-go. a fun person. I love him when he blows up. He cracks me up when he blows up. But other than that, he's just very much a – just eat the feels, damn chicken. <laughs> he, feels like, he feels like the kind of coach that – or the kind of person that is fun, like, off camera or behind the scenes, but – Right. With you know when he's actually around and like and has a camera in front of him, like he has to like, I don't know. He's got to be coached a certain mode, way. Man. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't understand why he's on ESPN. Makes no sense to me. 
So I love though that they paired him with Bucci because I know Bucci is annoying the shit out of him. <laughs> Bucci annoys the shit out of everyone. Oh, I know. I finally, <laughs> I finally had to unfollow him on Twitter recently. <laughs> I just I I can't remember what he said, but I was just like, okay, that's it, done, no more. I don't need this in my life. <laughs> I feel that way about a lot of things with Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, yeah. make sure you follow this podcast on Twitter. We have a, a new Twitter account that uh, you can interact with. It's uh, the number five whole pod. Uh, that's it. It's five whole pod. That's the Twitter handle, at five whole pod. You can send in questions, comments, concerns to our official podcast email address. That's five whole pod at gmail.com. So feel free to follow or send an email or curse us out or tell us we don't know what we're doing all of those things are true and deserve it yeah so we would certainly understand and if you get confused on which twitter it is we have a whole whopping two followers me and dustin (laughs) yeah we're we're the only ones following in fairness i only created it an hour and a half ago so (laughs) tell your friends tell your enemies um tell people Everywhere. Or if you yeah. or if you have extra money and you want to buy us some followers just so it looks like we're cool, that works too. Yeah, let's do that. Not I prefer you just I, you I, can, I, yeah. I I prefer someone just send me the money themselves so I can have That's more right. money. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, looking That's at some right. other like up uh, looking up some other likely Eastern Conference matchups. Uh are obviously you're a Rangers fan, but I feel like the the Panthers and the Maple Leafs are going to be a tough out for anyone. Was I okay? I have no concept of time since COVID. Has Panthers been like, besides this season, really good? I do not ever remember them really being on my radar. No, they have not always been good. They've okay. been getting better the last few years. Um, they don't ever have to get fans at games, and so it seems like even when they're winning, that they're not uh, they're not that great. But they have been building toward this over the last couple of seasons. They have Alexander Barkov, who is an absolute stud. They have Jonathan Huberto, who is an absolute stud. Uh, they have Sergei Bobrovsky in goal. So I mean, they have yeah. talents, and they can score goals. They, I mean, the other I think on Sunday they played the Red Wings. They scored two goals in ninety seconds. And then two goals, eight seconds apart in two different points uh, in the second period. It went from a nothing-nothing boring Sunday game to over in about nine minutes of actual real time. So they can light it up, um, and it's they're especially good at home uh, where they just seem to score in absolute bunches. Uh, the Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs, of course, Toronto, the center of the hockey universe for so many people. Um, people people hate hearing about uh, the Maple Leafs, but they're good again. And I highly recommend if you've never seen it, if you have Amazon Prime, they did a basically followed the Maple Leafs for a season. I think it was two seasons ago. That stuff was uh, that stuff was insane. I love those behind the scenes sort of things, though. If you were gonna pick an upset in the East, who do you think would would be the big upset? Who do you think is most likely to lose in the first round? that uh, we wouldn't expect. I mean, if it's going to be an upset, Carolina's got to lose, right? Carolina uh, I mean, or Panthers. I think I think the most likely to, to be up. I think the team most likely to go out in the first round is actually the Tampa Bay Lightning. Although they would be oh, playing. Man, yeah. They're most likely to play, play the Maple Leafs. So it's hard to say that if the Maple Leafs lost or if the Maple Leafs won, that that would be an upset. 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm conflicted with Tampa because we're so used to them being so good, but you know, right. so hard for teams to stay on top of the mountain for, for an extended period of a period of time. They're a two time defending Stanley cup champion, you know, is this the year they step, yeah. is, is this yeah, the year would... they step off the stage or is this, you know, do they overcome all the odds and go on another run? If they go on another round of, not that I think they suck, but I will be impressed. Oh, it, it would be absolutely impressive for them yeah. to, to go to go deep. Um, we'll switch over now to the Western Conference. Um, things at the top, no, not in doubt at all, as the Colorado Avalanche have basically had this thing, the top seed locked up for yeah. a while now. So that's not a surprise. Uh, I think the bigger surprises are when you get down towards the bottom of the division where the Vegas Golden Knights, who have gone all in multiple times, are barely hanging on to a playoff spot. Finally burning out, yeah. I, I feel like there are people that – the first two years of Vegas were like a really like feel-good story. Look at this. It's, it's, uh, it's a team of people no one wanted and all that sort of stuff. And – their ownership group and their general manager have been so cutthroat. They get rid of players. They've gotten rid of coaches. Uh, they just—it's interesting that they're in this place, and now they find themselves where most expansion teams would have already been, which is trying to even maybe get in the playoffs this year. Right. It's—it's uh, it's an interesting scenario for them. I think personally, giving up Flurry was the bad choice. And I think it's that's a great, what it's a great choice. Where, it looks like a great choice I mean, for my great team right for now. You, yeah. <laughs> I think that was the big mistake. Although it didn't really help Chicago out, but I don't think Flurry was a good fit there anyway. So I don't know. The Knights shocking to be as good as they were from the get go. So having them down struggling is not surprising. Um, I guess when it finally evened out but they'll bounce back they, they they'll bounce back they've got enough good people so i don't yeah, know I think, this I, think, year, I think what's interesting for vegas is people talk about how important chemistry is especially in hockey you know having the good yeah. vibes in the locker room and that sort of stuff and they had they had the chip on their shoulder of you know no one wants us we're obviously expendable our teams didn't want us so we can all get behind that and then they had that vegas shooting Right before yeah. their start of that season. And it was like this unifying thing, something for everyone to rally around. And, you know, I think they carried those vibes off and it's kind of set unrealistic expectations for their franchise, um, you yeah. know, because they've they've actually just slid backwards each year, even though they've been really strong performers. And they've gone all in again, uh, went, to get, went and got Jack Eichel from Buffalo, um, who is, you know, trying to make a difference there. But... It's that comes back to you have a bunch of good players, but is it a bunch of good players that fit together and have, and is it a good room? Is, are they, do they all like each other? Or are some of them now worried? Well, Hey, I could be the next guy out. You know, barely anyone from this original team is even still here anymore. Right. And that's what was so crazy with how good they were at the beginning. Cause they didn't have much time to build up any chemistry and here they are out the gate going, you know, full force. So, I'm not surprised that, you know, they're now having that issue of, you know, most of the old people are gone now. 
trying to build up that chemistry again. But I think some people just assume that if you start out that that good, you're going to maintain it. And clearly that's not the point or not the way it's going anymore. So, And I would think that everyone can agree that the biggest surprise right now of the teams that are currently in the playoffs are the Los Angeles Kings. I don't know that anybody Ooh, at the start my, of the season my. would have believed that not only are they in the playoffs, but they're third in the Pacific. So they, you know, they're not a, they're not even a wild card team. They're they're likely going to qualify for that third spot. Right. That and what is the the other one that's blowing me a little bit is well, considering the the division they're in, it's pretty low scoring on on the playoff points there. But uh, the Red Wings are what in fifth place now. Yeah, the, I mean the the Red Wings um, they've they've put together a, a little bit of something. I mean they're still they're still pretty far behind. I mean they're twenty seven points out of a playoff spot, so they're you know I think they're better than yeah, people Boston thought. Yeah, Boston just clinched them out, but yeah, I just I thought it was bizarre because they're usually at the bottom too. So yeah, they're they're starting to you know build back from from the depths of their awfulness, but they were so good for so long that I know, know it. Finally, at some point, you know, you you bite the bullet and you have to, uh, you know, rebuild and tear it down and and go for it again. So, um, but yeah, the Los Angeles Kings, it's a young, young, young team. um, And then with a couple of veterans uh, leading the way now, they are most likely going to be playing the Edmonton Oilers in the playoffs. Can I just say how much I would love to see Edmonton get knocked out in the first round? I, I, I know everyone wants Connor McDavid to win and and do well because he's a, such a great player, but I just love when they get tortured. It's I'm, yeah. I'm a terrible person, which is why these things happen to my team because I like it when other teams get tortured. I feel like I'm right? down upon my own teams. Yeah, yeah. Who who do you think for the Kings? Are they going to start quick or are they going to start the other guy? Because they've been flip flopping. They haven't really had a. A main goalie, I guess. I I think that they'll they'll it's the other guy's Calvin Peterson, right? So I believe so. I get that right. Sounds right. Yeah, I think I think they're honestly just going to go with whoever played whoever's playing the best. Um, you know that's that's what Minnesota's done for since the trade deadline is they've literally rotated goalies every other game. So you know, no, no one has started back to back games. Now that's actually going to change tonight. Um, as it was reported that Cam Talbot's going to get the start, second consecutive night, uh, second consecutive game for Cam Talbot, coming off the uh, shutout of the who the heck did we play? Uh, there's someone that wasn't I just any good. It. Now I'm drawing a blank. Who the heck did yeah, we play? Just it was. It. <laughs> who do we play? Who do we play? Oh God, I'm losing my mind. Uh, the Canadians. Two nothing shutout of Montreal. We had that random. We had to randomly fly to Montreal uh, and then come back home and play a back-to-back. But um, yeah, so Cam Talbot after the shutout gets his first consecutive start uh, since like the All-Star break or something weird. So, so the question is, can the Wild drive a stake through the heart of the Vancouver Canucks and send them back in and uh, out of the playoffs, even though they've had a strong run? So that's what I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm most excited for my team because. I love hockey. I love watching this team. I get so excited when they win. I curse and scream at the TV when they give up goals. And, uh, 
It's probably not good for my blood pressure. But, you know, that's why we do what we do. It's because we love it, and it's and That's it's right. What's your prediction, then? <sighs> what is my prediction? Well, I'm going to say that the Wild win four to two. I think I think You're it's not close. Gonna go all out. I think it's close. No, because I think Vancouver's playing really well. Uh, Minnesota has several guys that still are out. Um, we had to do that random trip to Canada, which meant we had to do COVID yeah. testing, which led to Marcus Foligno testing positive for COVID, which means he had to miss the Tuesday game. He'll have to miss tonight's game and tomorrow. Uh, and if he's symptom free and tests negative, then he can come back and play again. Still without Matt Dumba, still without John Merrill, still without Tyson Jost. Um, so the depth has been challenged of this team. Yeah. With the lines shuffled the way they are, it's been a little bit tougher for them to score goals. I'm going to say it's going to be close. Wild are going to be ahead in the third period. They're going to score an empty net goal to make it 4-2, to two, and the Wild go home happy with another big win at home. So that's my that's prediction. all that matters, baby. So everyone can listen back to this and just see how wrong I was. Or how wrong I was since I shut it out of the water there. And jinxed it. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, <laughs> I I went a little bit more what I think will happen versus what I want to happen. <laughs> what I want to happen is for the Wild to score seven goals and give up none and, and be – but. Four to two seems seems like the right call for me. Yeah, that's a fair one. Any other any other games on tonight's slate that you think will be interesting? Let's look through the uh, Boston Bruins Pittsburgh. The Penguins. Boston yep. Pittsburgh. That's the one that uh, looks good. We also have Toronto versus Tampa. That could be a good game. Yeah. Is Malkin and... back yet? I think he's still on suspension, isn't he? Yeah, four <gasps> games. Yeah, I think so. Saturday, he's still on. Dumb, so no dumb no Malkin All right. sorry because he broke his foot. So it'll be they've got their best goaltender out too. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has dismiss. a chance to slip and uh and be a team that you know it's and it's tough because the Crosby window's closing. The uh the Letang, yeah. you know, Latang, Malkin, Malkin, they're kind of closing. on the last of the the last of their legs here. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be talking about hockey. Uh, over the next few weeks and throughout the playoffs. So you're going to want to make sure that you come back and keep the conversation going with us. We look forward to hearing from you. Please like and share and comment and subscribe and pass this around and all of those fun things. Any any other uh, comments that you'd like to share? Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Oh, I think I'm good. Send me a Dr. Pepper. Thank you very much. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Yeah, at some point, <laughs> at some, maybe in the, uh, in the off season where things are slow, we're going to have to talk about how uh, you've developed a uh, Obsession with I now don't. in Nebraska, do they call it pop or do they call it soda or what do they call it in Nebraska? Uh, they call it pop mostly, but there are a few of us that call it soda. Yeah, I, I kind of interchange I'm, it. I, I was a, I was a pop guy because I'm from Oregon. Then I moved to Minnesota, where everyone calls it soda, and you know, then I kind of live in the South, where some people refer to all soft drinks as, as Coke. Coke. Um, you know, don't would you get like that a Coke? One. Would you like a Coke? It's orange flavor. What? Yeah, no like sense. when you go to a restaurant and you say, I want a Coke, does someone just assume it's regular Coke or do they ask uh, you what brand of Coke? Yeah, usually it's a, you, here here in Houston, it's it's 
it's still usually just a soda and it's what you, you know, you specify, but, uh, yeah, it can be, I, a lot of times when I go out to eat, I get a Sprite though. I'm weird like there that. There you go. That's all right. Depends on what I'm eating. We'll get into the soda debate later. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm actually trying really hard to not drink soda these days. I'm, I haven't, I don't think I've had one in like four days. So, uh, Ooh, you're no, doing I'm, better I'm than me. But I'm having pizza. To, I'm having pizza this afternoon, so there's a hundred percent chance that I will be having a coke with my pizza. So uh, stay tuned for that. That is that's one prediction that's guaranteed to come true from this podcast. Boom! Is I will have a coke it. with my pizza while I'm watching my game tonight. So uh, once again, Kylie has predicted that her team, the New York Rangers, will defeat the New York Islanders. Uh, what'd you say, seven to two? Yeah. She went seven to two. I predicted that my Minnesota Wild would beat the Vancouver Canucks four to two. So, you know, don't let me cash down, out, Rangers. Cash, cash out your 401ks, bet it all, parlay that thing, but bet them to both win and, uh, you know, thank us later or don't. Anyway, that's <laughs> don't it for this that. inaugural episode of Always Protect the Five Hole. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to us ramble about hockey. And remember, it's all about the love of the sport. We'll see you next time.